Ready. And we are rolling. Welcome to LBS Talks, episode number four. So, today we will be talking about a um, meet that four of us did, uh, LBS members did, on December 1st. It was a USPA drug-tested meet. It was held in Single Hill, California. Signal. Signal. Signal Hill, California, which is located in Long Beach, California, um, or near the city of Long Beach, California. So, um, overall, the well, let's start from the beginning. So, the drive. So, we chose to go to Morning Weigh-ins. Go to Morning Weigh-ins. So, we left Lamore at about 3.30-ish, 3.30-ish in the morning because of uh, L.A. traffic. Um, fuck L.A. traffic, by the way. Um, crazy. I don't know how those people do it on it's a... It's not even bad compared to Hawaii. I don't know how those people do it on a daily basis. Um, driving in that traffic is crazy. So we left uh, Lemoore at about 3.30, between 3.30 and 4 o'clock in the morning, and we um, arrived... At the gym, Excel Fitness in Signal Hill, California, at uh, about what seven, seven thirty ish. Yeah. So uh, the yeah the, the meat director uh, had just arrived too, and he was unloading his trailer, and uh, so it was actually perfect timing because we got there. Uh, he was able to. Who was the meat director? Uh, Lord Elliot. Out of, out of NAS Power uh, Gym down in Bakersfield, California. Um, so he got there just about the same time we did. So we got our equipment check um, out of the way, and we were able to weigh in and stuff. <clears throat> so weigh-ins went well for all of us. We all made weight, all four of us. Um, I came in at uh, 268. Eight ish, two sixty. I think it's two sixty eight. I don't know what the kilo conversion is for that. So I had to be under two seventy five for the meat. So I came in good, uh, and that was just with a. Everybody came in. Everybody came way in. below. So uh, that was just with a semi weight cut, a water cut, um, just uh, cutting carbs. So that worked out well. Just cutting carbs and uh, watching my, watching my water intake. Uh, so <clears throat> we uh, got done with our weigh-ins, and we had a lot of time to kill because check-in at hotels isn't until three o'clock in the afternoon. So we drove around Long Beach, California. We went uh, to the the Weird beach there. Beach in Long Beach and uh, I didn't tell nobody this story but um, actually I told you after I believe but after we got to Long Beach we we went uh, walking on the beach but I had to pee and there was one public bathroom there (laughs) and I went into the bathroom and um, there was one man bathing in the sink. Well, big deal, right? So he was bathing in the sink and, uh, the stalls for this bathroom went up about three feet high. So you could see the person sitting on the toilet next to me. So I was peeing and this, uh, this guy was 
on the toilet seat next to me. And I thought he was taking a shit until I heard the, the constant clicking of a lighter. So this fool next to me was smoking crack on this fucking toilet. And I'm just there. Okay. I'm just going to pee here while you smoke your crack pipe. And the guy to the left of me is washing his body. So <laughs> that was interesting. Uh, yeah. It's pretty sad. Pretty, yeah. It's sad. It's a sad, uh, uh, deal that that even uh, happens, you know. I so, know. but uh, we took a nice walk on the beach. Uh, the beach was not uh, nice. Oh, okay. The sand was nice. I mean, but you can tell just from the because Long Beach is a, is a huge port for imports and out exports of uh, shipments. So there's a lot of boats that come in and out of there. So cruise, can, that's where you go and catch your cruise, cruise ships. ships. So there's a lot of oil in that water and it reflects into the sand, just the darkness of the sand. No, in the water, yeah. Yeah, it. you just know that uh, environmentally that that beach is not okay. Um, so we, we did that. We walked around, um, the city of, um, that pier long beach. That's a really nice place. Actually, they've, they've revitalized it, I guess, uh, that whole area. So it's real nice. Downtown. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. The downtown area, they have this promenade that you can walk down and there's just a bunch of, uh, bars and restaurants and outlets. And yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's really nice actually. Um, so we stayed in a hotel, uh, the Hilton, no, the Hyatt, Hyatt centric, which is located right off of the, uh, Pike P I K E, uh, the Pike, uh, outlets there. So, I mean, um, on the internet, they made it look like it was a, a nice hotel. They made it look like it was something that I would want to stay at, but it was nice. The re- it was nice, but no, the- what they they it wasn't their fault. It was you just clicked on the accident. You thought you were getting a bigger room. Yeah, I think they 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 oversold the the pictures on the website because when we got into the room, it wasn't. What the we had gotten a basic, yeah. You know, you know, when you, you see a picture of a hamburger or something and it looks juicy and loaded, and you're like, Yes, I want that fucking burger. And then you open the package and it doesn't look like that burger, it's just a flat, smashed piece of shit. Yeah, that's what our room was smashed piece of shit. No, it wasn't. It, it was, it was compared to the picture, it was because you got the wrong room and in, in relative, yeah. But if it's a basic room, it's nice. Yeah. So don't stay there if you ever go there. I won't stay there ever again. The Hyatt-centric uh, Pike. Um, it was clean. That's all I... I mean, that's one positive. It was a clean place. It was a clean room, which is uh, a, always a, a, a uh, thing that needs to be when you stay in a hotel because people are disgusting. Uh, okay. So, uh, that was the Friday we got checked in. Um, we went out to eat, uh, down the prom. No, did we go out to eat that night? Yeah. Where do we eat at the, the pub place? Yeah. I don't know what it was called. Beachwood, Um, Beachwood barbecue and 
pub, I think it was what it was, it was called. Yeah, they brewed their own beer. Yeah, they had like a ton of IPAs and stuff. And they were um, known for barbecue, I mean burgers. Right. And the food was outstanding. It was, you had a fried tomato. Green tomato. I mean, fried, I green, fried green tomato hamburger. Ham, burger. Burger. And that was fucking delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't eat burgers. Yeah. And I had um, the, uh, what I have? It's just some barbecue and some beer. Um, that was, oh, oh my God, it the was beer delicious. Was good. Yeah, it was delicious. And we sat outdoors and just the atmosphere. They had heaters. Yeah, the atmosphere, you know, people were just walking by. It's almost like San Diego. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. I know. Yeah. And it was a nice walk back and everything was decorated Christmassy and they had this uh, performing outdoor ice skating rink yeah, that no one wanted to do. art center and it was just the fountains and the lights and yeah, it was nice. So that night was cool. The next morning, uh, we woke up and we went straight to the meet, um, attended the, uh, lifters meeting and, um, we, the, the, the gym that it was at XL fitness is a nice gym, right? It's a CrossFit gym, but it is super small. And that place, it's not, I don't think you can use the word CrossFit. It's a cross training facility, cross training facility. It says that they were, but I mean, it was small regardless of what they do there. It was, it's it was half the size of LBS. It's half the, yeah, about half the size of LBS. And it was packed. Uh, for those of you that don't know already, um, CT Fletcher's son was lifting that day. Uh, he would, he did bench only. So he was there and he, his entourage and cameras, CT Fletcher was there that day too. Well, there was a lot of, it's not even CT Fletcher's son. Um, I met a lot of nice people there and a lot of them were from, uh, a couple of them were training out of Barbell Brigade. So they had their cameras out for them too. And right, then, right, right. uh, Vic photography, yes. he was there and he's a really nice guy. Uh, he was doing a photo shoot of all the lifters. Yeah. So it wasn't really only him, C.T. Fletcher's son. Right. But I'm just saying yeah. that in combination with your, your regular crowd yeah. um, was, there was a ton of people. I mean, it was a standing room only um, towards the back. And the, the warm up area kind of melted into the spectator area. So it was hard to. It was almost like our August Grizzlies. At Grizz's Powerhouse meet. Yeah. Some, well, yeah. But um, but there wasn't any rope to um, uh, to section off the weigh-in area. I mean, the... The lifter's warm-up area. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was packed. Needless to say, I mean, just... Why it was don't packed. you say how it was like to use bumpers to warm up? Yeah. So um, <laughs> during warm-ups, uh, well, like I said, this was previously if not currently a CrossFit gym. Um, so they had um, maybe f four irons, but everything else was bumpers. So especially when it came to deadlift warmups, um, as you know, uh, most people know when you come to the, the Econo bumper 45 pound plates which we have to yeah. they're they're huge they're at least three inches thick so you can get maybe four on a bar so you're warming up to 405. 405 and if your first lift is 
like my first lift, my opening lift was 580 um, to only be able to warm up to 405 and then jump, you know, 180 pounds. Um, <laughs> that mean, that was a challenge, um, but we got, we got all got through it. Um, when I warmed up on bench, um, they had only lifting bars. So I, when I unracked the, the bar from the, 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 the um, the my, rack, the rack. When you unracked. Oh my God. I just had a brain fart. The rack It's called the rack. So when I unracked the bar from the rack, it actually spun in my hands and almost broke my fucking wrist. Um, so that was also a challenge. Um, so, uh, but overall, I mean, like I said, it was a good meet. Um, my, my, open- the, you have to say that the owners of the gym were really nice. No, um, there's nothing, yeah, nothing no. against the gym. It was there. Um, I spoke to, uh, he's the coach of deadlift society and that's, um, from what I get, he had just started a powerlifting team out right. of there. Right. And that's why they got the, they're finally, they're slowly getting in the Texas squat bars, the Texas deadlifts, which is what, if you were lucky to had like got it during practice, those were the only bars that was there available right. to you. Yeah. Yeah. So like I said, there's nothing, nothing against Excel fitness. It's just that they're during that transition phase between a CrossFit and becoming more of a strength training gym or, at, you know, just, at, um, incorporating that into their, uh, their gym. Um, on my squat, my first attempt, I got red lighted for depth, uh, both the right and the left judge, uh, red lighted me for, for depth. Um, and it mind fucked me big time Yep. because the fear of bombing out just weighed heavily on me. So I redid it again. Um, so I opened with 501, uh, 501 squat, which I can do in my, um, uh, with my eyes closed. Right. And I usually do it with my eyes closed cause I, whenever I lift, I close my eyes, but, uh, I hit the 501. Um, so my second attempt, I, I went down a little deeper and I got three white lights, but just because of the, uh, mind fuck, mind fuck, I opted to not do a third attempt and you know, and everybody wants, uh, especially myself in hindsight, I should have done a third attempt and just, you know, YOLO. Right. But (sighs) stupid me, I wanted to save my energy for, for the bench and I opted not to do a third attempt. Um, how did, uh, our other three lifters do on squat? Everybody got their squats that they wanted, right? No, not junior. Junior got hit on depth too. And then on his third attempt, he actually went way, way below. And then (coughs) he got uh, red lighted on his second attempt on something that he does in the gym all the time. And uh, same thing, he it mind fucked him, but he went for his third and he went way below and failed. But he did it, and he he did good. How did Ariel? <clears throat> excuse me. How did Ariel do? She, uh, she hit. So you always go into a meet with a plan, or I, I 
always stress that you should go into a meet with a plan and never deviate from it. Um, on her third attempt, it was kind of a mix up between we didn't communicate as well. So that was, um, she lost her third attempt, but she did hit a PR in a meet and broke a state record. There you go. <clears throat> so that's how squats went. Um, on bench, I, um, I opened up with 407, um, did 424, and then I went balls to, balls the, wall. to the wall. I should have just tried to beat my, my old PR of 440 with a 442 bench or 446 bench or something like that. But I opted to do a 451 and it went about three inches off my chest and didn't want to move. So I ended up with that 424 bench, which um, ain't bad, right? I don't know. I think it's all right for uh, me. Um, and bench for Ariel and uh, Junior, how did they go? Junior did good, um, especially because he lost a lot of weight. Each meet, he actually usually bench is the first one to suffer when you lose a dramatic amount of weight. Um, but his bench actually stayed the same. Uh, Ariel hit a meet PR and a national state and national record with that. And it was 132. Very nice. Very nice. <clears throat> so that's how bench went. Um, and I want to just say that Ariel is only 109 pounds. Right. So for her to have benched that. Yeah. Badass. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. She was one of the top uh, girl lifters there. Yes. <clears throat> well, so. she's, yeah. Even at LBS too. She's one of the top. Right. So uh, moving on to deadlifts. Um, I opened up with 578. I think that's what I opened up with. Um, then my second attempt was a 606. And once again, I should have just tried to beat my old uh, lift of 617, but um, I filled my... 611. I mean, no, 617, my old, my old deadlift record, uh, 617. And I failed my third attempt. I forget what my third attempt was. It was like 617. six... It was like 628, I think, something like that. So anyway, I filled my third attempt. It got stuck right at my knees, and it did not want to budge. Um, <clears throat> so how did uh, Junior and Ariel and uh, Ayana um, do for the deadlifts? Ariel did awesome. She hit, I can't even remember what she hit. But it was a meet PR. Um, it wasn't a record. Mm, Ariel's worst, she thinks her worst lift is her deadlift, so she never does it. Uh, she sandbagged her deadlift. Um, she could have gone heavier, but you live and learn. Um, Junior, I honestly can't even tell you what he did because I was busy running around trying to warm up you and Ayana. Ayana hit, I think her heaviest was 363. It's not a meet PR. It's not even a PR at all. But uh, she did hit, it was, she did set a state 
and national record right. in her weight class. Mm-hmm. She did deadlift only, so that's the only record is the deadlift only. Right. She injured herself during her second attempt. No, her first attempt, so I cut her off on her third. So how did she uh, hurt herself? What did she do? Um, she just has a recurring injury in her rib. Oh, so rib so. pops out, something like that. So, um, all of us, um, got gold first place yes. for our, uh, weight and, um, age groups. So all of us got first place in our age and weight groups. Um, I got, I opened I, I'm sorry. I entered in the open division and the master's division, uh, 125 kilo class, 275ers. And I won gold in both of those. Um, I also set uh, a state and national record for masters, masters division for the squat, bench, deadlift, and the total. So I hold all seven of wait six seven eight eight records for that once i get around to submitting it to the uspa um but uh as of right now i am the record holder for the master's division uh state and american records um for for drug tested um so the way the drug tested uh the drug tests uh, works for the uspa is they drug test Usually the best lifters. Right. So if you're best lifter, um, you do get drug tested. And I was off of getting drug or best lifter award by 50 uh, Wilkes points. So I I was, I had a four, wait, I think the guy who beat me had a 450 Wilkes and I had like a 400 or something like that. And that's part of the, the problem with, me skipping on my third attempt on squats and, and missing my both my uh, third attempts on bench and deadlift. So if I had gotten those, I think I would have been at least close to getting best lifter. Um, so there was um, some other lifters there that did awesome too. Um, we had some guys from down South in Bakersfield competing. Uh, one guy, uh, Chulo Alfonso, his, it was his first meet. Um, he trains under one ton Lee. Uh, he did awesome. He did classic raw. Uh, I think he squatted over 600 pounds and pulled 630 or something like that. I forget what his bench is. I think his bench was in the four, 400 range, 420 range. Uh, yeah, it was a good meet. I think he did to the same as you. Yeah. Uh, he was, yeah, everybody did really well. Um, what else happened at that meet? Anything else? I don't think anything else. Yeah, it was a, just a, it was a good meet. It was well run as always. Lord Elliot does uh, good meets. Um, as far as anything going wrong, I think if I had to look back on it, um, travel, travel for any meet is terrible. If you're going to travel, you need to, um, plan it and get there. What do you think? A day, a day or two earlier so that you can regulate your body. Cause I started, this is what I say all the time, but this is like you said, you live and you learn. You didn't want to listen to me. I refuse to do any meets. Past Bakersfield, past Fresno. 
because I know what travel does to my body. I was hurting and I wasn't even doing the meat. Um, you had to learn the lesson. I refuse. I, I suggest nobody should do a meet, especially if you're going there to break records. If you're going there to be fun, have fun, do a meet for fun, do it. Right. But if you're not used to, be if local. you can't even handle driving two hours to the coast and then have to go and rest for the next two days, then there's no way you can do a meet. Right. So, I mean, I guess the only exception to that rule would be like if you're going to do Worlds or a LA Fit Expo or a San Jose Expo, you know, where you're going to um, try and beat a world record. Well, I know a lot of lifters that actually do that, but they they know how their body is. Right. So... And they also plan it better. They get there at least, right. I think, a, at least a day. You need to be there. Like Party With RJ does it a whole week ahead. Right. But you need to be there at least a day. But Jesse does it like, he he goes, he drives in that morning. Yeah. But Jesse's awesome at it. He's, right. Yeah. He yeah. knows his he, physique. He, he knows his body. Yeah. That's the key, right? Is to know what your body can and cannot handle. Um, and I can say that my body cannot handle. Well, we're also 20 years older than <laughs> most people. <laughs> Age is just a number, but, uh, yeah, it doesn't help to be, uh, 40, 40 plus years old and my body just doesn't recover like as quickly as possible. Um, Oh, I want to talk about the drug test thing. So a lot of people, even throughout my, uh, bodybuilding days, uh, would always wonder, right. Um, does this guy do steroids? He's got to do steroids. He can't be that big if he doesn't do steroids. Um, no, I do not do steroids. Have I ever thought about doing steroids or performance enhancing drugs? Of course. You know, who who doesn't want to get better? But um, in the end, no, I, I, I've never done them. And uh, I don't think I'd ever do them. Um, as far as a doctor prescribed... Um, um, what they call it? HRT, hormone replacement therapy. Um, I do not qualify. My testosterone level is still high enough to the point where doctors will not prescribe that to me. And if they did prescribe that to me, I wouldn't be able to compete in a drug tested meet in the USPA because that is considered a PED regardless of if it's prescribed or not. Um, so now there's nothing wrong with steroids. Absolutely not. I firmly believe like there's nothing wrong. I honest, I would never do it, but I mean, the only thing steroids do is help you recover faster. Right. It makes your, your joints. Superman. Oh, oh, yeah. The only thing that, that differs between doing a drug tested meat and a regular non drug tested meat is it kind of levels the playing field because everybody that, that competes in a drug tested meat is, you know, supposed to be honestly, you know, to the point where you're, you're not on anything. So it kind of levels the playing field because, um, but in the, in that sense, there are drug tested people who do put up huge numbers and can compete evenly with drug, with PED users. Um, I'm not one of them, but, uh, not to say A that a lot of my girls are, yeah, I, I should say all my girls are natural. Right. Not to say that. Um, and they're super strong. Yeah. But there's n uh, me personally, my view on the use of PEDs is that's your choice. If you want to do them more power to you, but don't do them just because you're 
want to do. I mean, there's a reason why professional athletes use them. They get paid millions of dollars and they need to remain competitive and they need to perform and in order to, you know, get that paycheck. Right. Or because they are aiming to be the best. I like, they want to be the best. I, you're never going to be, I mean, I'm not saying you're never, but you're not aiming to be a powerlifting career. That's not your aim. You, if like, what is my one thing I always say, if this is the strongest I'll ever be, then. So be it, right? So be it. Yeah. This is the strongest I'm ever going to be, but I love the process. I love the process of getting stronger. Um, if you guys don't film yourself uh, lifting, um, you need to start because I look at some old videos of myself lifting and, um, I love the fact that I look at those videos and I, the, the, uh, the amount of weight that I can lift now compared to a year, two years ago is amazing. I, I astonish myself because I'm to if I didn't have that video, I wouldn't realize or have noticed how much I've improved yeah. in, in, in training, sticking to a program and, you know, advancing my, my strength. So that's awesome. Um, so that pretty much wraps up the, um, the meat, uh, recap, some other things that we did while we were down in long beach, um, was we were going to go to this place called the San Pedro fish market. Um, we were were looking so forward to, uh, eating there and, uh, if for those of you that don't know about it, um, it's, um, it's a place where, uh, they give you this tray. Imagine a McDonald's tray. It's a fish market. Yeah. Imagine a uh, McDonald's tray and it just comes piled high, a mountain of shrimp and peppers and onions. And they just stick this spoon in there and they give you some plates and some garlic bread. And for two people it costs like 35 bucks. So, uh, we wanted to go there and they have these huge, well, like a lot of people 20 ounce beers it. and, uh, it's amazing. Uh, but we did not get there because our meat ended up a little late. It ended a little late and they closed at eight o'clock that night. So we were like, fuck man, by the time we get an Uber and we get over and, there, uh, uh, wait time is three hours. Yeah. So that wasn't going to happen. So what, what we ended up doing was we went to uh, Tequila Jack's. Which was referred to us by Courtney. Right. And that was just a, a walk down the pier there. Um, and that ended up being really good. It is an awesome place. Yeah. Tequila Jack's was Courtney badass. sent uh, us the right way. Yeah. Thank you for that uh, recommendation uh, for dinner. Uh, Tequila Jack's. And I had this... Uh, uh, this drink and it was called the Adios tea or we just called it the Adios motherfucker and Ariel did <laughs> it was delicious and I had one and then I had another and then everyone caught on and then I, I kind of sold it I sold it to everybody I said hey man you everybody at this table you guys need to order this this is badass this is a good drink and uh so everybody ended up ordering one and everybody got drunk so I had a third and then Ayana decided she wanted to buy shots for the whole table and we all did shots and we 
walked down the pier there and we had a good time dancing. It was a fun weekend. It was fantastic. Um, I wanted to eat shabu shabu. Uh, for those of you that don't know what shabu shabu is, it's a, it's a hot pot. Uh, but honestly, I don't like it and yeah. we were eating way too much. Yeah, but uh, next time I will eat that. So I think we're going to bring this one. Don't do that. Oh. We're going to bring this one in for landing and uh, we're going to stop it here. Um, so catch us uh, on the next one. If you guys like this, give us a five star rating. On Who's going to be on the next one? Oh, uh, we won't say right now, oh. but just stand by for a guest on our next uh, podcast. Um, if you like these podcasts, uh, if you're listening on Apple iTunes, give us a five star. If you're watching this, the video version on YouTube, uh, YouTube's, give us a like, a subscribe, share it. Uh, the more that people know about it, the better that we can be. Um, you want to give a, your name, your Instagrammers, you can follow her. Uh, either at the LBS website or Lamore Barbell um, Instagram. I am Danny B underscore under slash, whatever you want to say it. Uh, LBS on the Instagrams. Uh, find me on Facebook and the Twitters. And we'll see you on the next one. See ya. Bye.